guys. How are you? Howdy, howdy, folks. Welcome to Hoot and a Half. I'm your host, Matt King, with my co-host here, Mike Sheffer. And my, my roommate for the weekend. Is that true? Yeah. yeah. Well, we, when we just got back from your basketball oh, party. Oh, from the weekend. From, from the this weekend. this past weekend. Yes. Guys, we're going to dive into it big. We're going to be talking all about my bachelor party that went down <laughs> in the great, great city of Nashville, Tennessee. And, you know, we were like, who should we have on? Who do we want to debrief this weekend with? And, you know, Will, one of my groomsmen, he had a great time. And uh, he has not been on here video version he was you were one of our first guests will right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. welcome welcome to the thank podcast. you so much i'm excited to be here thank you it thank feels you. so formal to like sit be, down sit, yeah feels like a talk show yeah. right the i know i like night that. show yeah well thank you will <laughs> um and uh, are you cool sorry my house is burning up right now guys no it's fine that's why it's i'm fine. wearing a sweatband because i am just been trying to fix the ac this whole house was built in 1925 our, our thermostat is one of those mercury ones. It's like got one of those like spirals. Oh, uh, no. It's got a little glass vial with mercury inside of it that's been oh, sealed no. up in there since 1950. Yeah, we're really lucky that we have good air conditioning in our place. Yeah, it's truly a luxury. Must be nice, Will. Must yeah. be well, nice. Well, I'll tell you what, on the east side, it gets even hotter than it does down here. Like, yeah. up where we are. You're it's at like... least on this side of the hill, so it's much cooler here. In the valley, it's always like 10 degrees warmer. It's ridiculously warmer. hot, yeah, where we are. Maybe what? we should move. Back to the valley? I always say, Will, I Come wish on, that buddy. we were neighbors, though. I wish I could see you even more often. Yeah. Would you're, you ever leave the west side of Los Angeles? Or the, where are you right now? You're in the east side. side. You used to be in the west side. Yes. Okay. We were in Venice. That's, yes. But now you're closer to me. Yes. Yeah. And we're, we have to go over for Halloween, right? We have to. Yes, I am closer to you. Yeah, I was just trying to work out where you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to come over to East L.A. I see you in East LA. Come back up. Come back. Come back home. <laughs> okay, man. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Um, so yes, we went to Nashville for my bachelor party. We agreed on doing Nashville because I love a good bar scene. I like a good honky tonk scene. Even though I'm not that big of like a country fan, I thought it was a perfect location because you know, handful of my groomsmen were in Texas, handful of my groomsmen were in Alabama, handful were in New York, and I thought this is just the perfect epicenter. And this city runs off bachelor and bachelorette yeah. parties who yeah. knew i don't know how many other bachelorette parties that we ran into out there i have never i'd never heard that it was like a bachelor bachelorette town it oh, was yeah psychotic yeah it was it was very unexpected <laughs> or very very strange, strange. yeah very strange <laughs> it was like a very yeah i didn't expect that at all i mean i didn't know that much about nashville but like i i was like music Country music. That's why I thought it was a music town. Good which food. It was. It yeah. was. But that Broadway street yeah. was like, it was like yeah. Austin 6th Street, but dialed up to 11. Yeah. And every like honky tonk is like owned by a country star. Like Miranda Lambert's has a bar. Kid yeah. Rock has a bar. Which we did not go to. Yeah. No, we didn't go to Kid what Rock. Is, what because is we a- didn't serve Bud Light. That's why we didn't go. It's. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong, but and uh, that other guy tried that in a, in a ball gown. Oh my god! Well, what is a honky tonk? A honky tonk is basically a country <laughs> dance hall. It's like a club. Okay. You know, like line dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not square dancing, but line dancing. A honky tonk is where you go. It's like a bigger version of a saloon that usually has maybe multiple dance floors as well. Yeah, that was the one thing I noticed is like you like every building was really deceiving. Like you go in and then like you go up like five flights of stairs and there's like a band on the roof and like and that was that last place we went to where like it was like um it wasn't t- tall, it was like what's the word I'm looking for? It was deep and like like it would 
it, it would have like a maze of different like yes. rooms. As I'm was trying to explain it. Yeah, was, was that it where t- we? No, no, it was the. Uh, it was like on the second to last night. No, it was the last night we went. Oh, there. tin roof. Tin, tin roof. roof. Yes. And that was like I just like kept getting lost in all these like little like yeah. rooms. I, l- I live for nooks and crannies. Yeah. I really But that do. was the thing with every building. It mm-hmm. was like they it was like from the outside it was like, oh, it's just a little bar and then they just keep going on and on and on. And there's usually a band in the window, so like you're as you walk down the street, you're just there's music everywhere. Yeah. And you can see the bands playing, you can see people playing, and you can go in and think, Oh, this is all there is. There's a band playing. Yeah. But you go in, there's a club on the third floor, there's a lounge on the second floor, there's a rooftop, there's another basement. Like <laughs> it's just like one place has six different places in yeah. it. Surprisingly, nobody got lost, which I am shocked by. And surprisingly, nobody went to jail. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Is that, yeah, that's. We did see someone getting, uh, for lack of a better term, the shit getting kicked out of them at one night. Who? Wait. It was outside of one of the bars, like at. It was like two a.m. and I think it was with maybe a couple of your your friends from back home, and we just saw someone on the ground, and it looked like in a mob movie where six people are just kicking one guy. And oh my god! I think Tristan was there, and we were just like, "Oh, like you can't Tristan, do anything." Tristan, do something! <laughs> <laughs> like, what could you do? There was, there, I think, cops were like right about to come, but that was the that was probably the closest to any mischief or peril. I definitely to. missed that. Damn, I missed everything it too. was pretty clean. Have you ever been in a bar fight, Will? No, no. Do I look like the type of guy that would be in a bar fight? <laughs> Absolutely. But you were from London. You might have been like a hooligan in your younger days, maybe a soccer hooligan. You think I'm a thug? Could you could have been. And then you and then you got in touch with your poetic artistic side. Do you know hooligans? Do I know hooligans? Are, are you friends with hooligans? And for the people who don't know, maybe explain it. Like a hooligan is a hardcore ride or die fan of a soccer team. Usually. Is that the definition of a hooligan? Like, well, I think it's like a violent. Is, is it explicitly linked to sports? Uh, oh, I think it's like a specific for football slash soccer. I mean, a hooligan is like a uh, a crazy goof who gets into trouble. Yeah. in the dictionary, but culturally in the world of soccer, a hooligan yes. are the ones who usually engage in fights yeah. with the opposing team. Yes, with their hooligans, the yes. rough and rough and rowdy crew. Yeah. No, uh, I am not friends with any hooligans, but I have my dad <laughs> and my brother were really into football, and so I would go with them like a couple times growing up, and like some of those games get like get intense. It's, re- it's a religious experience yeah. for some people. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. And like there are derby matches which are like, um, if you're if you if there are like two clubs in the same area of the UK, okay, and they have a match, that's a derby match. And those usually get, like... Pretty heated. They get heated. You know, you're from London, and I hate to be, like, the one who's like, let's just talk about London things. But I'm curious, uh, bachelor parties out there, are they any different to what you experienced um, here in America? Or do people go as big, as as grand? I have never been to a bachelor party, period. This (laughs) is your first one? Yeah. Whoa. And I don't think I want to do another one. (laughs) Are you, well, I feel like we did it. Well, you're you engaged. Know? You're going to be getting married next year. Do you think you're going to do one yourself? We were talking about it last night, and I think we want to do. We want to do Vegas, but we want to do it as a. Um, I want to do a group party with me, Arden, and everybody else. That's honestly a great, yeah. great a bachelor and a bachelorette party together. Together, yeah. yeah. That's that's very new age, new generation. It used to be yeah. a bachelor party was the night before your wedding. Yeah, all your friends got together. You got into some nonsense, and then the next day was your wedding, which sounds 
just like such a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Just being hung over and like getting fucked up and <laughs> doing yeah. all sorts of dumb things. I, I feel like we have to do it like that because we have so many, me and I have so many mutual friends and I feel like I couldn't like pick a group of people that could come to my party. Yeah. Cause they would be the same people going to her party. Well, you split it up. Boys yeah. go to the bachelor party. Girls go to the bachelorette yeah. party. But it's Let's, great if your friend circle is yes, just together all intertwined yeah yeah so yeah make a big trip out of it yeah um so we did a lot of fun things to the during the bachelor party obviously we went out and we also had some entertainment i didn't know what would be arriving at the front door one night friday night friday night we were at dinner and i and i go to matt i'm just feeling a sense of wonder tonight aren't you and you were like huh and i was like it just there's a little bit of wonder in the air and you're like Okay, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you should just say say stuff like that like all the time. Like that's you're just really optimistic about everything. Uh, that's because I knew what was coming because me and your brother Kevin had talked about this. And at I think like 8 p.m. on Friday before we were going out, when we thought we were just going to be pre gaming, in walks in a man named Amory, who had a suitcase, was wearing a tux. <laughs> was that his name? Yeah, Amory. Amory. Amory? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the first thing I said, or go, I said, are you Jewish? <laughs> Is that a, is it a Jewish name? It's like kind of adjacent, but no, I think he was like English or something or German or something. But uh, he was a magician for for those waiting to hear what he was. He was not a any, magician, yeah. a man of the magic, and I was elated to what to the surprise because I you know I did not want strippers at all, and I was just so happy to be surprised with the magician. And he came in to do a few tricks. Uh, what trick did he start out with? He started off with getting uh, a ring off of someone's finger. And at some point, he was talking, and then the ring disappeared. And then he put his hand in his pocket, and the ring was wrapped around a keychain inside of his pocket. That was crazy. Yeah. And that then was he crazy. Also, he also had... Sorry, the very first thing he did was your friend Mitchell. He, they picked a card out of a deck. He signed a card, folded it up, put the card on the table. Then the card disappears, and then he, he goes. In, he makes it disappear out of, it, of his out of hands. thin air, out of thin air. And then he goes into his pocket and he pulls out a wallet. And inside of the wallet is another wallet, which is another wallet, which is another wallet. It was three wallets deep. Inception of wallets. Inside that fourth wallet was the card that Mitchell signed. Inside of that, it was insane. How was that? That, that was his first trick. Did he then turn it into the lime trick? Uh, he no that he we had a second. Wait, that was a hundred dollar bill. Uh, that was a bill. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So already he's starting off. He with started some off strong, hot trick. He just pure telekinesis, just transferring one object across the room to another. And none of the razzle dazzle like, oh yeah, my wife really likes it when I do that. Like he didn't have any. Uh, it, there wasn't any like like corny magician yes, banter, you yeah. know. And, he, and I thought like, oh, he's gonna have the whole coloring book trick, and uh, uh, or just pull out like an infinite bandana. Like you were you were ready to be a little bit sympathetic if he wasn't. I was already blown away yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah. yeah. He was like the Messiah. Yeah. This he, was like he, the second coming of God. You were ready to start a cult with him. You said, I will follow you anywhere. I swear. He, I was expecting him to turn water into wine. My favorite thing is when like. They always do that like showmanship thing where like he's like I have a card in my pocket and now I'm gonna move it to my other pocket and he he does like the whole thing where he's like oh I'm feeling it like <laughs> yeah hold on give me one more second uh yep that's it and then he like pull it out like he kept doing that with like coins and stuff he was like oh I'm feeling it down my back we're like okay yeah all right, right Amory <laughs> and then another trick that really blew my mind 
He had you know, a deck of cards, but each one of these deck of cards, um, instead of like you know your standard like uh, illustration of a suit, it was billiard balls. So it would be like you know a, stri- a red stripe three, a black eight, eight ball, ball, all of that, and he fanned them all out. We could pick any one of the cards. And then I even picked one. He goes, are you sure about that one? I said, you know what? No. I put it back, drew out another one, and it was like a yellow. It was a red three. It was a red. Red solid three. Red solid three. Yep. And then he goes, okay, so that's your card. Next thing you know, he whips out his wallet, a thin, bifold wallet. A little little leather, tiny one-inch wallet. Opens it up, and in there (laughs) is the billiard ball. (laughs) The billiard ball of the card that I chose. Hard as a rock. A standard, you know. Yeah, a full-blown regulation <laughs> size billiard ball. Came out of a bifold wallet that couldn't have been thicker than three slices of paper. So was he carrying around all of those balls on him? I, I don't know. I, I was psychotic. That that was visually, like, it, it literally looks like magic. When you just can create yeah. something that physically shouldn't fit in a space and it comes out of that space. It and was, he did so well to like come into this like a space of route like there was like fifteen guys yes. who were just like just taking shots. Yeah, yeah. And, it was and, like, like pregame. When, nestled yeah. himself in between everybody and like did what he needed to do. Like, and, and I loved how in tune everybody got yeah. and yes. amazed yes. with the tricks that were happening. I was just worried about my friend's attention span in the beginning. There was a couple people trying to like throw him off and be like, "No, I know how you did that." I oh. hate when people do that. They're yeah. like, "Actually, no, I want this card." Yeah, it's like, no, let, just let the take guy the work. fucking card. Let the guy oh, work. I know how you did that. Yeah, you, like they wanted yeah, just yeah, already. Yeah. Reveal just, how it's done. Let the yeah. guy work. If you ever see a magician, they're working hard. Yeah. Let them let him do their craft. Yes. Yeah. Let them be in a space of wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? We also got an absurd amount of tequila from Fletcher Azul. They gave us... Shout out Fletcher. Marky Marks 20, tequila brand. Well, he goes by Mark Wahlberg now. <laughs> I know, but I love Marky Marks. I think they gave us 25 bottles and so, like, when people, like, friends from town and stuff would come, we were just, like, giving away bottles to people because, like, <laughs> yeah. we couldn't fly. Some of us had not checked our bags. Um, but how that many, was. How many did we have left? I think there was, like, three left by the end of the weekend. And then we gave them to, like, Patricia's brother or cousin. Yeah, just people to... who, like, were checking bags or driving. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the house was great. Kevin, your brother, did a great job of uh, scheduling everything. Right. Because you could overwhelm a group of how many was it 16 people mm-hmm. um but it was really like a perfectly scheduled thing so we did the magician what did we do friday during the day we, we had the bus oh, oh the party right. bus yeah that was went fun. on the party bus express or the honky tonk the express. Honky express. express. The express we get picked up in like you know a sprinter van and at first when i walked out i'm like this is the party. It was like, it was like a oh, coach bus. Oh, yeah. You thought that was the bus. <laughs> and we're all, you know, single yeah. file. And we're all looking yeah. like we're about to go on a school field trip. And I was like, I thought we were going to be able to bump and music they didn't, and yeah. look at each the, other. The music was just the radio. Like, we couldn't even, like, yeah. use our Bluetooth. And you were like, all right, I guess this is fine. But <laughs> That's how positive Matt is. But yeah. it was like the like the shittiest bus. And Matt was like, you know, I'm just happy to be on we're this. We're all together. Yeah, and, then, and then when we were like, no, we're going to the bus. And, yeah, they pull you up to this like uh you know the shuttle takes you to this location where all of these other bachelorette parties are getting on their buses loading up and uh we got loaded up on theirs also i got hats for all the guys oh yeah hilarious were they good they were good they They were really good they basically matt found a website that makes like insane hats that just say crazy things on them and so he gave each of us one mine said 
I don't care about your Zodiac sign, which was a little bit of a hit at the bars. People were asking to take pictures of it, and it was a good one. The best one I think you got was for your friend Mitchell. It said, let me get $10 on pump number five and a pack of Marlboro Reds, <laughs> which is just like the perfect hat. And there were some other ones. like I can't remember all of them. but Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, like I lost my virginity in a PT cruiser outside of a Long John Silver's. Like that's an insane thing to put on a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's in this blunt was one of them. That was a funny one for your cousin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's cousin. in this blunt? What, what was yours, Will? Mine was like, um, "Can I put my Minecraft bed next to you?" Perfect. I think I think that was it. Right? Yeah, yeah, that was yours. Um, so yeah, those were a shout out old school hats. They have like a great selection of hats. So uh, yeah, so we all wore those. We got on the bus and uh, just drove around town. And we'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, HelloFresh. Yes. HelloFresh. Fall is right around the corner and HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead with tasty dishes delivered right to your door. Simply choose your recipes and pick your delivery date and then lay back and enjoy the last days of summer knowing dinner is covered. And the key to dinnertime success? Variety. HelloFresh keeps your taste buds on their toes with 40 chef-crafted recipes to select from each week. From family-friendly to fit and wholesome, you'll always find new and exciting recipes to try and love. When life gets busy, don't call for delivery. Get HelloFresh. It is 25% cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too. So just choose your recipes and receive fresh, pre-portioned ingredients so you can get to cooking quick. I love every time I get my HelloFresh box. If Adam's home, we'll make a little night out of it, chop up some vegetables, turn on the oven, we'll divide and conquer. I'm sure you and Patricia have lovely date nights where you guys are doing your HelloFresh cooking. Buddy, you know it. HelloFresh has really brought us together. <laughs> so go to HelloFresh.com slash 50hoot and use code 50hoot for 50% off plus shipping. Once again, go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 hoot. That's five zero hoot and use code five zero hoot for 50% off plus free shipping. And now back to the episode. And where we did, we did run into, and this is part of Nashville, just running into like a bunch of other, I was, I feel like we only ran into bachelorette parties and I don't think we ran into one bachelor party. Like we didn't interact with another bachelor yeah. party. We saw, I think we saw one or two maybe. That's and why, true. And why is that? Are the bachelor parties out there just too shy to get up on a on a bus because they think, oh, that's only for girls? Uh, or is Nashville maybe just more of a bachelorette city? Then, oh, then where are the bachelor parties at? Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, I think bachelor parties go to Vegas. Bachelor because parties we go were to on Nashville. a boat on the second day. Yeah, the boat was, and there was how many groups? Like in total, there must have been six, seven groups of yeah. people. And we were the only. And male we were group. the only bachelor this, party. Oh, this was the pontoon saloon. Yeah. So it's a big pontoon boat. Yeah, you get paired up with. Uh, other, other bachelorette or bachelor parties all and we were all with all bachelorettes yeah, yeah. and they were fun that and was tristan good. brought the house down oh he got God, up on the mic so and he sang super bass dude he could have ran he could have ran for mayor <laughs> yeah like of nashville and it wasn't even it, it, people weren't doing karaoke no he no. just he just started singing yeah he just did it which made it even better and he was like half hype man too like he was dancing he leaned on the table it was a great performance yeah. um but i did want to say about bachelorette parties you got the hats, very tasteful, very funny. The amount of just, and no offense to anyone who does this, but the amount of just very basic, corny, bachelorette. T-shirts? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies out there, get original. If you're going to get matching T-shirts for your bachelorette party, have a little bit more fun. Or here's the thing, though. Don't go around and make fun of our hats when all your T-shirt says is, let's get drunk. 
Oh, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. There was that one girl who was go- yeah, going around and just be like, what's your hat say? And that's not funny. And I'm like, let's talk about this shirt oh, you're wearing. Oh, yeah, I remember her. She yeah. Like a, it was like in silver glitter font, and it just said, let's get drunk. And Matt was just like, you were ripping into oh, this girl. Oh, was like, hilarious. Oh, so what great- does that say? <laughs> let's get drunk? Um, where did you get those? <laughs> the, who made those? Those are fun. <laughs> Please. I feel like we could have done something ironic with one of those, though. Like, oh, you know like, what I mean? In like, the tacky pod, yeah, like, yeah, let's just get like, drunk girls. It looks like from afar, it looks like a really like tacky shirt. And then when you look at it, you're like, oh my God, what does that say? You know? There was a lot of that. But again, you know, if this is what you like to do, go have fun. Yeah. But it would be, I didn't really see anything that was, I mean, not that our hats were the most original, mind blowing thing, but like, I don't know. There's got to be there's got to be a, a movement of like let's make some unique uniforms for people. There is one group of guys actually they were all dressed like cows. I don't know if you saw that. No. Um oh, wait, those were guys? I think so. I think or were was, they or were they ladies in like bucket hats? Oh, I thought it might have been guys. That is kind of a nice idea. I don't really remember, but um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. But then we went on the pontoon boat. That was super fun down do you remember the name of the river? No. No, I had too many I think, drinks. I think it was maybe Cumberland Hills was the name oh, of the river. Does that, that sound right? I thought the river... I, I was surprised. I mean, I wasn't surprised, but the the river was nice. Yeah, like, it was gorgeous. Like, it was a really scenic route. I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. I was so drunk. I'm like, is this the Mississippi yeah. River? <laughs> like, this is historic. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, this is not the it's Mississippi River. It's a man-made river. sewage river for the fucking toilets. <laughs> no, it was, it was... That was a good time. The also every person that we interacted with, consummate professional. From the magician, professional. The guy on the boat who was like the DJ on the boat, yes, such a professional guy. Like had yeah. had activities for us planned, made you like give speeches. There was games played. Yeah, just every like person that we had hired was extremely professional, which was really a nice refreshment. Yes. Um, because you know you don't always get that out here. Yeah, and I feel like Kevin did such a great job to stack the schedule. So like, because I was even saying last night to Arden, I was like, if we do Vegas, the best thing about like Matt's bachelor party was like, we already had a schedule planned beforehand. Yes, and it meant that like, if on like the second day we were all tired and like, do you just want to like take it easy tonight? We couldn't because we already <laughs> had things lined up to do. Yeah. And I, it made me like come out of myself and be like, I've just got to go. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, There was uh, one morning I slept in with Tristan a little bit. Um, oh, yeah, you were a little late to arrive. At that, it was like, it was at the Friday beers like brunch spot. Oh, yeah. I Which do, was great, by I the do way. wish I was there, but like, yeah. I needed a little bit yeah, of rest. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I think that was the one thing I took away from it is like, I didn't think I'd be able to like do it the three days because it was like it was a lot 5 a.m three days in a row now yeah. you gotta do coachella now you gotta do an iron man will <laughs> an iron man? just the beginning <laughs> yeah this was a marathon yeah. next you gotta do a triathlon it, it did feel like a marathon but then i think like, like i said it was like because I, I knew what to expect i was like well i just gotta keep going and it was also know? nice getting to know all the groomsmen that way when we do get to the wedding i'm excited that i know everyone like yeah. we have things to talk about at the wedding and yeah uh, it won't just be like me, Will, Zane, and Todd hanging out because we know each other already. It's like I can have conversations with yeah. everyone that we met. Yeah, like a bachelor party, it's such an interesting like uh, uh, group and an occasion to get together because you have all of these 
groups of your guy friends that you've had from all different moments of your life. You know, you have your high school friends, yeah, um, my college friends, and uh, my cousin friends. Yeah, um, it was just I. Yeah, I was like, this is I. What we're about to get into is just nothing like I've ever experienced. But I'm glad all of you guys bonded. It was that it was first a really great night. Time. You were like this. You were pretty. Uh, you had a couple of margaritas or whatever, and you were like. This is like a dream. Yeah. You're like, these people have never been in the same room. And yeah. Like, you were just saying how it's just such a weird thing to put all these different chapters of your life in the same room. But we all got along. Um, yeah. And it I, was a great I, mix. I felt like I was trying to like hang out with people that I didn't know as well. Because like, like we all know each other. And like mm-hmm. we had our LA group. Yes. But then equally, I was like, you know, I need to like make friends. I don't want to just like stick to the five people yeah. I know. Like sit, you know? talk to Patricia's brothers, talk to yeah. your high school friends, your college yeah. friends, Dallas friends. Like it was a good mix. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Fume. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or someone that you meet on the street that says, hey, I got the solution for you. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way because not everything in a bad habit is wrong. Instead of a drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habits easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting, giving your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. It does have a nice, satisfying click when you're twisting it i love the the little oh yeah i don't need a fidget spinner anymore yeah the first time i tried it i was blown away by how clean and crisp it tasted it didn't taste like chemically and weird it also was refreshing to not have anything bad in it knowing that i'm just breathing air and uh it felt really great in my hand the wood is very premium the metal is, has a nice weight to it and it just looks cool it looks doesn't look like a little weird robot thing it just feels like a beautiful crafted device that I, I love using. And I saw it everywhere on the internet, and I cannot believe that they are a sponsor. So it's been so cool to finally get my hands on one. And guys, I can vouch for it. It is awesome. It is a great way to break the habit, and it looks good. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard. But switching to Fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Fume has served over 100,000 customers and has thousands of success stories. And there's no reason that can't be you. Join Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the Journey Pack today. Head to tryfume.com and use code HOOT to save 10% off when you get the Journey Pack today. Tryfum.com and use code HOOT to save an additional 10% off your order today. Back to the episode. Yeah. I did share a room with Will and Tristan, and it was... I, I think it was the longest you and I have ever spent together. Yeah. Uh, we hang out like at Matt's house when we have parties. We've been to my house yeah. for a few parties. Um, it was just great getting to hang with you, Will. I know. I, I, that's what I said to Autumn when I came back. And it's the same with Tristan. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt like I see you guys in passing, but I never like. Yeah. We like woke up together. Hang. We cuddled in bed together. Yeah. You color graded Adam's new music yeah. video. That was the next topic yeah. I wanted to bring up. Yeah. There we go. Right into it. Guys, yeah. if you haven't already, but you know what? Don't go just yet. Listen to the rest of the episode. But Adam Elcher's new music video, Why You, is out everywhere, streaming on Spotify. And the music video as well is out. Mike and I directed it. 
And Will, you were our saving grace on the trip. We had edited it, and just the color grading, though, was just not... It needed some work from someone who was a, a true professional. professional. Yeah, we tried like a little bit using like the auto filter on like Final Cut, and it just wasn't making uh, making the grade horrible. Making, <laughs> making the, the grade. grade, making the grade. Sorry, I'll see myself out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just this. I think it was like Saturday morning. You were like, we just woke up, me and you, before we went down for breakfast, which was Chick Fil A catered. Uh, at the house, we sat there and just yeah. Will just like a wizard logged into all of his different color grading websites, downloaded yeah. a LUT package, and threw I threw a couple grain on there. Oh, I you was downloaded so tired. a LUT package onto it. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of LUTs I use, and then I like went in and like tweaked a bit of it manually, like selected. But I, each. I actually like because I was so hungover the next day. I but I but you were like we you have a deadline to get it, and yes, I was like yes. I just need to like focus on it. But yeah, I like was trying to think of all the, like. Because I have all my stuff on my laptop, and I was like, I didn't have my laptop, so I was like, I used to grab things from different yeah. places. <laughs> it was to... like watching Michael Jordan play basketball, <laughs> watching him go through each frame and like, okay, this is a little dark, this is a little light, uh, there's a little green there. Yeah. Okay, let me bring this down. I'm going to throw a little bit of green. Let me take it down. Yeah. I was He did it all in like an hour. It was yeah. unbelievable. And he even came back at the very last minute we were about to upload, who were like, you oh, were like yeah. wait, there's another shot that needs it. Yeah, there was yeah. one frame you caught that I didn't even catch. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you saw it either. No. I didn't catch it at all, but I fixed it. You told me how to fix it. It and now it's live. And uh, do we have credits on the uh, the, the bio for Will? Or? Oh, I need to tell the label to update that. Yeah, actually. we'll update that. Hey, that's okay. Sorry, sorry if we yeah, didn't I'm include a... that. <laughs> color but... color grading by Will Darbisher. But Will, what's also really exciting for you? You just uh, wrapped up a little project that you've been working on. Can I you did. tell us about it? Yeah, I did a short film that um, I shot maybe two months ago now. I think um, and. It's almost done. I need to do. I need to have the sound design finished on it, and then and it's finished and it's done. Um, do we have a title? Cycles. Okay. Yeah. And um, I don't know. You've never. You didn't see his first short as well, right? No. Is it out? Is that available? Is it available out to the public? No, world? it's private because I did it like I did it in like. 2018, 2019, and now when I look back, I just like. You don't yeah. like it? No. Well. Uh, that's the evolution of an artist. I guess so. But I, I, I almost feel like, like, but with like a film, I feel like you spend so much time on it. You edit the shit out of it for so long, and you've seen it so many times that by the end of it, you're like, I don't even want people to see this. <laughs> yeah, and you mature as well. Yeah, like, you're like, this is so too years yeah. ago. Me. And because you've looked at it so much, you see, you see all the issues with it, and then you're like, well, this just, I just, like, I had so many days where I was editing, and I was like, this is the best thing ever. And then the next day, I'd be like, no, I just, this is like, I just, right. I just want to die. <laughs> and then, and then I flip flop between the two, and now I like, I, I. Now I'm like I'm very proud of it, but like I'm very proud of uh, his new film. Have too. you seen it's, the new one? Yes, I have. Can I get a link to that? It was yeah. I would love to what see day that. Was it or no, we were at a bar like getting drinks and like he was like yeah it's pretty much wrapped and we were already like ten minutes from his house and I just demanded I was yeah, like, I was like I, can I just come back and see it now? Yes, yeah. like I need to see it now because I won't be able to see it. Like I would love to watch soon. that before I go. Yeah. Um, and well, also a couple months ago, actually, I was driving to Aaron's house on the way to get influences. And I turn the corner and I'm like, that looks like Will Darbyshire. And I pull oh, over yeah. in the middle of traffic and I roll down my window and I'm like, Will! And you have like the camera set up yeah. and there's lighting guys and you look at me and like, 
the lighting wasn't great. I was in the shadows, and you were like, "Huh?" I had like half a. I like had a few seconds where I was like, "Who is that? Who the fuck is that?" Yeah. He's just in directing zone. He's like, "Cut! Who is this? <laughs> yeah, get them off." But I knew it was someone I knew, but I couldn't like work out who it was. And then I got closer, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's Mike!" Yeah, and I was like holding up traffic, but I said hi to Will, yeah. so I did see. I was like there on the set. So I yeah. feel like I'm involved in this film yeah, you now. Gotta see it. You I gotta see it. see it. I, I gotta see where that scene was shot. I know. Shot. I was kind of jealous you just got to run into him on set because I was even texting Will like days before. I'm like, can I just pop by yeah, on set? Yeah, I to come. I just will. I do. I, I do. I'm gonna. I give you your space. I wouldn't like. I just want to see you. You know, in the chair, calling yeah. the shots just for a hot moment. I think it was because we shot it in like two and a half days. Right. I was so overwhelmed because it, it the it. The script was 16 pages. And then 16 pages to in two days, two and a half days, was like just so much. And like, there were a lot of like toothy scenes. Are you a patient director or are you very like particular? It's, I mean, just directing is all about decisiveness, but yeah. like you, it, I've seen aggressive directors. I've seen very like mild ones that take a step back and just let what. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm pretty patient. I mean, I think the issue is, is like, you can't be like too particular about it when you're on like a, a tiny time frame because you are, I know on like a lower budget, you're balancing so many other things that like you can't really like harness into the, like I found it hard to just focus on the directing aspect because I was so, uh, I was so concerned with like continuity and right. like, yeah, like we had, we like, we didn't have enough jobs for we didn't have enough people to cover all the jobs that you would normally have. So, like, I feel like I... For the next show, I want to definitely, like, have people doing, like, stuff like continuity and stuff so I can just focus on directing. Now, were the people that were working for you on uh, this short, had you worked with them in the past and you were like, I want them again? This was, like, a whole fresh team. Yeah. And that's a great thing as a director, though. Like, all the successful ones, a reason why they're so successful is because they have created the best team yeah. who understand their vision and will bring it to life. Yeah. So... Yeah, because all, all of my people that I've worked with before are in the UK. So this was just, like... Oh, right. Just, like, a whole new, like, How do you go about, people? like, a different Language. People. Do you, do you <laughs> different language, you know, yeah. totally all over the place. Did, did um, you find these people like, did you hunt for them yourself or did you just put out a listing and it said, send me your reel and I'll see yeah. if you're a good fit? It was like kind of crazy how that all happened because I, I like knew I wanted to do it. And then I had my friend Jordan, who was the director of photography, and he, he could find like a cam op and like an AC and like he could cover that side of things. But then it was like in the film that was like, I need special effects to be done because someone, spoiler alert, gets killed. Oh, and so, and I wanted it to be like convincing and bloody. So, without actually murdering someone. Without actually murdering someone. <laughs> so, like, that was hard because I was like, how do I, how would I find a special effects person? I think it was, I found uh, my friend, my, my producer Greg, recommended an AD that someone had recommended to him. And then when we asked her, she was like, oh, I know a great special effects person just from like, it's all word of mouth. Everybody yeah. like, and when you meet, when you meet like someone so good, you just trust that they're going to find someone so good. And they, and we did. So the person that we ended up using was, I think her name was Carissa. And she does all the universal horror nights makeup Whoa. every year, which is really cool. So she like came in, did like all the prosthetics and like, she was great. She was I wonder incredible. people who like do special effects, like violent stuff. How much real violence they have to go watch to like know? Yeah. Uh, like, oh, that's how a person's like. That's how blood will come out of a person if they're stabbed. They're, like, yeah. Their they YouTube have... history is like surgery gone wrong yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really interesting because I like in the um, 
in the film someone gets sliced and I like knew how I wanted to do it, but I didn't know technically how we were going to do it. And so when I asked her, I was like, how do we do that? She had like five different ways we could do it. So it was like, they're just so... <laughs> She's fun at parties. They're so <laughs> talented. <laughs> it's like, it, she is just so switched on. She just like, she had this like, she had so many different ways you could do it. And I just had to like pick, okay, like... Because mm-hmm. some of them are more expensive than other ways, you know, like you could have done something where like you build up a neck and then like, blood can like spurt out of it or oh, like you do it like oh. or you like you would like cut apply the makeup and then like jump back into it like there are so many different ways to go about it but i think the way we did it was convincing I'm i mean you thought it was it. convincing right uh, yes yeah oh my gosh yeah. it looks like it really happens i i you know i don't want to like spend too much time on it because these people yeah. won't be able to see all hopefully you'll be able to see it soon yeah at your next big film festival yeah but yeah, but yeah, it was it was great. I'm 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 happy to have it like almost done, and we've got it done in time for like a lot of the major festivals, which all the deadlines are at the end of the year. So, um, hoping like just get it wrapped, and then I can submit it all. We'll be right back after a quick word from today's sponsor, Ghostbed. When it comes to creating a positive impact on your sleep, Ghostbed has got you covered. With over 20 years of experience, they have mastered the art of the perfect sleep experience. One of the things that sets Ghostbed apart is their commitment to quality. They don't cut corners when it comes to delivering the best mattresses. It's all about giving you the comfort and support you deserve night after night. But that is not all. Ghostbed is a family-owned business, and their dedication shines through in the quality of their bed. From their signature and patented cooling materials that keep you cool and refreshed to their range of firmness options that cater to every body. Ghostbed is designed with your well-being in mind. And here's the best part. Ghostbed offers a 101-night sleep trial, free shipping, and lightning-fast delivery. Most orders ship within 24 hours, so you can start enjoying the benefits of a good night's sleep in no time. Right now, take advantage of their massive Labor Day sale. Visit ghostbed.com hoot today and discover the mattress that will transform your sleep and uplift your spirits. That's ghostbed.com hoot. And now, back to the episode. Do you ever go watch other directors' uh, shorts that they made before they got big onto full yeah, production levels? I saw, um, there's a few I saw recently. I watched, have you seen Ari Aster's film? Um, it's called Meet the... Uh, it's like, something's wrong with the Johnsons. Yes, or, that's yeah. what it is. It's like a family That scene. is phenomenal and like so, so disturbing. It's on YouTube, right, I think? It's on YouTube, yeah. yeah. It's really fucked up. But in like the best way. Like if I was a producer and I saw that, I, there's no, there's like, yeah, it makes perfect sense why anyone would want to. I, I find I was afraid. Oh, how was it, dude? Exhausting. Dude, I, it's it, like I'm three glad, hours long, right? Yeah, I'm glad I did not see it in theaters. But it's so suffocating, and it, it's dude. cool. It's a great art house film. Um, there are he explores with these moments of horror that are very terrifying, but it's not like fun should i watch it or i wouldn't like it you, you would not like really it. if you're curious watch it i i was really disappointed i gave it a two and a half stars on letterbox oh my god that was a scathing review i because i didn't want to recommend it to anybody like that's what i always get like tough on letterbox i try to rate it on like other people should watch this you will really enjoy it but as an art house film i'd give it a four out of five like it was really well done but just not fun to watch <laughs> But then, like, Synecdoche... Synecdoche. Synecdoche. Synecdoche, New York, is the name of the movie. Synecdoche is the name of the town. 
Schenectady. But That's I the name of the town. I promise you it's not. Oh my god, this is so funny because me and Matt, I hadn't seen this film, like when I was saying the fucking name. We went and saw the film. Uh, like it was like an 11 p.m. showing a c- couple months ago, and Matt was like, "I was like, how do you pronounce the film?" And then Matt said it one way, and then after he finished saying it, two guys in front of us said it a completely different way, and it was like over the course of like the viewing experience, everyone had to, the guy that came on, <laughs> yeah. and we're introducing this. He said it in a different way. I was like, "Wait, how do you?" Say this. I pronounce it as the name of like the but that's city. That's not how it's spelled, and it's a different I know word. It's supposed to be but spelled syne- differently. Synecdoche is also a word. In the beginning of the movie, though, a girl's singing a little song. That's, and a, she... that's about the town. Okay. But the name of the movie is Synecdoche. It's oh. just spelled out. I, it reminds me of like I was in uh, Germany for like a branded thing, and some. I don't know how we got into the topic, but what do you call. Those headphones, over the over the ear headphones, at the begin the word begins with a B. Bose, Bose, yeah, Bose. you call it Bose, yeah. Okay, I call it Bose, but then I went to my friend and we were just talking about, it and he went, "Yeah, I have some Bose headphones." Uh huh. Wait for it. So I went. There's no way they're called. Bose headphones. <laughs> There's no way. Bose. So then I was at the table with a bunch of like international people. We were having dinner, and I was like, "This is wrong, right?" And then an Italian guy appeared, and I went, "What do you call those headphones?" And he goes, "Bosa, Bosa, Bosa, Bosa." <laughs> so I have Bose, Bose, Bosa, and it like there was another way someone said it, and I like I like. Lost my mind during this conversation because I was like, "Am I saying it wrong?" We've done a brand deal with them, and it's pronounced Bose for sure in America. But perhaps internationally, they change it because that's just the local. What country is like it headquartered at? I think they're German. Oh, whoa! I really don't like Bose. Now, what about now? What about the brand of shoes that has three stripes? What do you call those? Adidas. What? Adidas. Because do you know what his name is? Adidas. Adidasla. Well, Adolf is his actual name, but... <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I didn't know but that. But I think he was named, like... He, it, you know, before, it wasn't... Yeah, yeah, before that guy. Um, I don't think his name's Adi Dassler. I think his name's Adi Dassler. It's Adolf Dassler. Okay, but if you, got, if you like, call him by Adi, would you go Yeah, then Adi? it's Adi Dassler, yeah. But it used to be the rumor was all day I dream about sports, is what it stands for. I, it's an acronym? Yeah, or all day I dream about soccer, or all day I dream about sports, is what I always heard growing up. And that's why they're like Adidas. Oh, Adidas. I just remember when you played like World FIFA World Cup, the video game, if you were like customizing the player and put on like Adidas shoes, it would go Adidas. That's probably the European German pronunciation. We say Adidas here in America. Yeah. Adidas. The, the brand with the das. three stripes. I feel like Das is such a like German yes. sounding, you know, like Adidas. Uh, can we get a little bit of your American accent reviewing Barbie and talking about Greta Gerwig? That <laughs> shit was rattling around in my... We, when we were like in bed one of the days, like we were just sleeping in the morning, and Matt came in, and we were just trying to have a nice convo with Will, and Will brought up his impeccable American accent. So, Will... Um, I find it so hard to like go into it, though. I almost feel like I need to... Like, well, because when you guys when asked you me... Said, to... have you said, uh, have you seen Bob, Bobby? Yeah, Bobby. And I'm like, Bobby? Like, Bobby, the girl who just interviewed Drake? Bobby? Yeah. And then and, I... Oh... And they like, said, no, Barbie. I always said, Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, Barbie. So when you saw Oppenheimer, did you then go and see... Barbie. Directed by... Greta Gerwig. <laughs> <laughs> 
Greta Gerwig is like I think the best like American. American it's it's quite hard to say actually. Like as an like a, as a British, British person. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig. Yeah. <laughs> it gets, starts getting so like nasally though when I say it. Yeah. I also can do like a southern accent, but then I feel like I go into like a stereotype of a southern person rather than yeah. like actually just being able to have a conversation as a southern yeah. person. It's almost like a caricature. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't do that convincingly. Like Arden can do like British people really well. Well, she's been living with one for a while. Yeah. Really? Arden can like it's, it, it convincing? didn't start off good, but now it's good. Now it's good. Yeah. And is it your British accent or is it like more generic? She does like a she does like an Essex accent, which is really good. Um could she fool people with it if she went like into a bar, ordered a drink, started talking to people. There are some things she says where I'm like, that's very good. That's very good. But then other things where I'm like, no, you lost me. Yeah. Yeah, you're so close. <laughs> She's still calling it Barbie, not Bobby. Yeah. I think a key to a really convincing accent is just not trying to, like, find the dialect with every word. Yeah. Kind of, I think that's where people, like, overdo it. Because not every word needs to have, like, the inflection, yeah. if that makes sense. Well, I feel like now as well, like, because I spent so much time here, like, I've started saying american words like even on the phone to my mum and stuff because i like if i'm in like a like a diner or whatever and i, I ask for water they're like what the fuck are you saying <laughs> yeah. like, come again so i go i now without without questioning it i always go water can i have some water like Whoa. i change the way i say it in my brain because no one can i can understand what i'm saying <laughs> yeah the way you say it if like you're at a restaurant and it's 10 in the morning and you just go from table yeah. to table and someone goes cough some water what? Yeah, like, what? What? <laughs> and then on the phone to my mum, I was like, oh, I had a lot of fun at um, Matt's bachelor party. And she was like, it's a stag do, honey. A stag do? A stag do. And they call She's bachelor like, party a uh, hen night. Is that correct? Yeah, or, yeah, hen night, hen do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you ever heard of that before? <laughs> no. Hen night is what they call it yeah. in uh, the UK. Yeah, and my mum was like, remember, it's a stag do. And a I was like, okay. Do. All right. How do, you, what, how do you spell that? I couldn't tell you. Let's okay. find out. It's Can not we? connected to the internet. Oh, no. Let me look it up. Yes, yeah, find out. Look it up for the people. Yeah, stag do. Which is a very British, a, a real Britishism. Do? Like, d maybe D-O. D-O? Yeah. Um, Who did you stay with in the in the bachelor party? Who was in your room? Uh, my high school friends. You had two <laughs> people in your room? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, no, uh, yeah, my buddy John, Nick, and Justin. Oh, you had a big room. Was that that first room when you walked next to the kitchen? Was that your room? Yeah, that was my room. Okay. Yeah, it was great. It was like a slumber party with my slumber party bros. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when you came in on the, I think it was the last morning, you got, you like came and you slithered in next to me in the bed. <laughs> that was, and yeah. it was just the three of us. <laughs> we had a good hang Yeah, that, that was really funny. I have a, I have a picture of that. We can, we can post it up. Because I, I haven't like hung out with. Like, I haven't hung out with you, but then even with Matt, like, uh, we haven't been away. We haven't had just those goofy little hungover yeah. mornings yeah. together. Yeah, you know? we, like, you came on that trip to London once. Uh, yeah, to, to, well, France, we went skiing. But then, like, I haven't, like, yeah. had a weekend with you. you yeah. Know? It yeah. was great. Truly a truly a fantastic time. And then the flight home, we were all on it together. That was fun. So I looked up stag dues. Okay. And the slang... When I look it up, is stag do, do. Yeah, that makes sense. And then they say also like a stag night or a stag party. Like stag yeah. do is is slang for like a stag party. Yeah, stag is like a is a male deer, right? 
I thought it meant like a going stag to the party means you're going alone. Like you're not going, you're going single to the party. Oh, it might do. I but think it's that's, stag. That's all. Like that's on like the New York Times crossword sometimes, where it's like it? a, a male day, like a stag. You, or you know that menswear like store down in like Venice called Stag. Oh, interesting. That, I don't know. I've I, maybe it is a, a word that's like multiple meanings. Um. So, Will, would you? Would you go to another bachelor party, or would you like kind of pass on another one? Unless it was like really good friends, but if it was maybe a mixed crowd, having been to one, I definitely, I definitely would go to another one. Yeah, but I feel like I, 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 I'm not just saying this. I feel like it's hard to top what we did. Thank you last weekend because I felt Thank like <laughs> uh, I have a lot of friends that wouldn't wouldn't do it in the way that you would have done it yeah we had a lot of good energy too like zane and todd were always in a good mood they were hyping people up the whole time yeah, yeah like, they were on great form the kevin was just weekend. every question there's an answer for kevin yeah. just had oh we're going to dinner at this time yeah. food's coming here we're going to this bar we have a table here like if patricia's brother was like when i have a bachelor party one day i want to copy all of this it was perfect yeah it was perfect yeah and i mean so much so that we were talking about you know our bachelor bachelorette party coming up and we were like I want to do Vegas, but I've like taken notes from like Matt's batch of the party to like try and like make it as like definitely Vegas. Though my only warning about Vegas is that people will sometimes like hide out like in their hotel rooms and like you won't see them like later. Like yes. you got got to kind of have a bit of an itinerary to get people out of yes. their rooms because sometimes people just be hungover. Yeah, because that was the beauty of it. Yeah, yeah. all oh. being in the same house too is like. There was one morning I was trying to sleep in, and Todd just came into my room and just said, it's 10 a.m., wake up. Yeah. And I was like, but it's 8 in L.A. I'm so tired. But can't you get those, like, big suites with, like, five bedrooms? Yes. I've done that for a bachelor party yeah. in Vegas. That's a lot of fun. I think that would be the way to do it, rather than and, having and, individual rooms. Because, yeah, you would never the, see Yeah, anyone. the community of all being in the same house, is that's, like, a really nice thing to have. Yeah, for, and I would for, usually be against, like, peer pressure, but it, you need it to, like, get everyone... Going, yeah. I, I would have slept all day yeah. if I could have. You, yeah. We said it. We were like, there was one morning where me and Will were just like, we got to do this again. We, we just have to do it. <laughs> yeah, we just have to keep going. Oh, Vegas will be great. There's ton of there are tons of like male strip clubs too. <laughs> Arden will love that. Go to Thunder Down Under. Is that what it's called? Thunder Down Under is the one that like it has all the guys from like Australia. <laughs> Why? Well, there's Chippendales. Really? Yeah, but they—I don't think the guys ever get nude at those, though. Oh, which I think is a little like kind of strange, right? They don't get nude. I don't think like the male will show his penis at a. Thunder so they're just like in thongs or like yeah. speedos. I think it's yeah. more of like a dance, like comedy thing, but versus like a sexual like. It's a topless review. Yeah, a topless review. It's <laughs> a classy way of saying that. It's like it's like the movie Showgirls, you know? Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Showgirls? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think the other thing that I think was important about, like, your bachelor party, but, like, I want to do it for my bachelor party, is I have a lot of friends that are more like cats, and they are, like, less likely to just, like, rage yeah. and go out. And I felt like everyone your trip... I feel like I was probably the, the least... Me, maybe me and Mike were the least people that wanted to, like, <laughs> like actually, like... Woo! Let's rip shots! But, like, <laughs> even, but, like, even we did. But, like, I felt like I need, I need to, like... Put in people into the group. We to need like, party motivators. Yeah, get just hire going. like a, yeah seat fillers. Yeah. Could, I think you could hire some people on Fiverr just to yeah. show up and amp and, up. The and bar. just amp up everyone. Yeah, because Todd and Zane like they just kept it going too. Like they were yeah, so they were good. dancing the whole day. <laughs> they was so much. They fun. didn't stop dancing for two days straight on the boat in yeah. the party bus. Yeah, they were great at the bars. You need people them. like that. To, yeah, like, they're keep hands. It going. Like, I was like very like uh, uh, curious what my high school friends thought of them though. Like I think they are such. 
hands, Zane yeah. and Todd. Like, yeah. they will rip off their shirts and start cutting it up. And Your one friend uh, Justin was ripping a shirt off too. He, he seemed to like. Oh, yeah. He was he was getting 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 down dirty with them too. <laughs> and it was fun meeting people that listened to the shows. Oh, they did. Yeah, well, a couple. Yeah, that last place we went to was like a university bar. Oh, so yeah, that was like so that was a lot of many people there. Fans yeah. out there, yeah, man. that was great. Shout out to y'all if we met you. Um, oh, Will, I got you something kind of cool in Japan, and I've always forgotten to give it to you. Really? Yeah. Can I show it to you? Yeah. Mike, can you? Yeah. Matt's getting up and moving over for the audio listener. Oh, God. We'll edit. We can, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So, yes, this I got this when I was in Japan. And, Will, you gave me the best recommendations while I was there in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And I saw this, and I immediately thought of you. And, uh, as you know, I know that one of your uh, favorite directors is Mr. Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, yeah. You can now open your eyes. I got you Paul Thomas Anderson's oh Masterworks. God. Whoa, what is that? What In Japanese. What is it? What is you, that? Uh, you know, I, it was sealed and I didn't even want to like open it, but I think it's just a cool like Japanese uh, photography maybe? Oh lookbook of all of his films. That's, That's really cool. I almost don't want to open that. I, you know yeah. what? I say open it. Yeah. Go for yeah, it. Let's I see. Think Here, I can hold your mic. Let's see what it is. I know, and I've been, so cool. I've been meaning to give it to you Thank for the you longest so time, of course. There we go, Matt. Let's have a little look. Forward by the Safety Brothers. No way! Whoa. Yeah. That's so Oh, yeah, cool. I've listened to the A24 podcast uh, of them talking with Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, really I'd like to listen episode. to that. Oh, my God, all these just pictures of him. Oh, wow. I've been watching a lot of his Charlie Rose interviews from, like, throughout the years. Yeah. There's, like, 60-minute Charlie Rose interviews after each of his movies. So you can watch his, like... First of all, his style changes in his very first movie. I think it's for um, Magno- Boogie Nights. Or yeah, Magnolia. I think it's Boogie Nights. And he's like a nerdy guy with glasses and like moppy hair. And he's like wearing a frumpy shirt. And it's like the 90s. Yeah. And then the next year it's Magnolia. And he's like a little bit more clean cut. And then it's him and Adam Sandler for uh, Punch Drunk Love. And he's just like a fucking stud. stud. He's and oh one of the most like handsome. He's such yeah, I saw. I saw it. there was a um, an interview when he just did like, I think it was when he was premiering his short film before Boogie Nights because he did because Duck Diggler was a short film before yes. he made oh, Boogie Nights oh I didn't know that yeah, yeah like he turned it into a film and he like did like he was like a film festival and he was like the sexiest guy like he was smoking a cigarette and and I, I it, it, he has like such a charm about him that I'm like oh my god yeah, I know. I get like angry, like when I now yeah. that I'm getting older. Now I'm 30, and then I suddenly start googling how old was this person when I they know. did that. And it's like 25. I'm like, oh no. But he oh, wow. uh, he's a bit of a nepo baby though. He was like a studio kid. He 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 had it. He grew he's, up in Studio City, I think, or in the Valley. Yeah, like, he he's did. that's why a lot of his movies are yeah. set out there. They're like the old in the Valley, like a lot of them. Thank you so much for giving of this course, to me. Of course, Will. I I saw it. And I was like, I had I had to give it to you. Wow. You know, you've given me good birthday presents in the past. I just rewatched. Uh, with Arden, the master. Oh, fantastic! That's film. right there. Yeah, it's a phenomenal film. Um, might be, it might be like his best, maybe. Will have you gone? I to, think, yeah. Have you gone to Disneyland recently? No, no, no. I went actually. You know, we went um, well, like a month or so ago. It was fun. It's just so busy. Is if you it? go, it's like crazy busy. Yeah, I don't know if that's like post COVID. 
Like, there's just loads of people there. But like, I feel like yeah. summertime also is just Disneyland's it's popping just off. Always busy all the fucking time there. Do you have a season pa- or magic pass? No, like, we me and Arden did like years and years ago. Oh, it was fun. That was the first and only time I went was with you. Yeah, for my birthday. Yeah, before I even lived here. We should go again. Yeah, that's when I got the pin trading. I've been really wanting to get back out there. I and... still have my big pin that says first time around. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, we should go again. It, it is really fun. That was such a great birthday. I remember when we were there. Like I was walking out of a store and this person was like excuse me sir and i was like yes they go someone's on the phone for you and i was like i thought i was in big trouble like i thought someone high up at disney wanted to talk to me they gave me the phone and it was like goofy and he's like heard it's your birthday here at disney just want to say happy birthday oh my god oh my god that's great yeah we but should go again. I would love to go again. Yeah. And going with you and Arden was so much fun. Yeah. I think mean, it was the first time we met, but it was like, what well, a great day. When we were like annual pass holders, we would go at like, you could go on like, if you just had a free day, or like you went for an evening just to kind of like hang out. And now I feel like it's so expensive to go and the annual passes are so expensive that like when you go, you have to walk like 15 hours and it's like you're exhausted. Yeah. It's, a, it's a full day. It's yeah. a full commit. Have you seen the YouTube channel Defunct Land? Yeah. Oh, have you seen the fast pass? Video? I've started it and I never get around to yeah. finishing it, but I know it has this incredible ending. I'm a big yeah. fan of the Disney channel theme song one oh. where he did a huge deep dive to trying to find the composer of the dun, 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 dun. And he, he oh. Disney had like no record of who did oh. those four little notes, hmm. and he goes down he all finds it. the history of yeah. the Disney Channel, and it's I wasn't moved to tears he by like, the end of it. He like yeah the fast the, the he like analyzes all the different ways because every couple of years Disney changes their like fast pass way of doing things and like some ways work some ways don't work so he analyzes all of them and then halfway through the like. I, I, it's like a documentary. He like uses a 3D model and an algorithm to simulate the different um, like traffics that would happen with different fast passes. Yes, and then he comes to a conclusion what is like the most efficient way based on like the model of like how to get people to like go on as many rides as they want and then also like have a good day. And like it's fascinating because yeah. it's like there's so much maths involved. What's with it, it called? Defunct Land. I Defunct Land. I need to watch it's this. It's the best video essays I've seen. Some are like really big deep dives on some Disney things where I'm like, I don't know. I much got a about long that. flight. I got a long flight. It's a great for the writer. Flight. It has such heart. It's. Have you seen? There's a YouTube channel called Let Me Know. No. No. He came up recently because there's that whole controversy where like XQC has been. He's a big streamer. He's been uh, reacting. To content on Twitch, and like he reacts to stuff that is like defunct land, where it's like an hour and a half documentary, and during the documentary, during like the watching of it, he doesn't really say much. Yeah. So it's like he's just like re-uploading, re-uploading, and there's like views. there's like yeah, there's and like he a doesn't bit of, even give him credit. Yes. Yeah. H three was yeah, like yeah, busting yeah. him. Yeah. All about. They that. did um. Let me. I found. I went on this guy's channel, and he did like this hour and a half. He does these videos every like six months, and he did one about the JFK assassination, and he builds in 3d the book depository and he goes through the different levels on a like a minute by minute basis leading up to the jfk assassination and it's just about like whether it could have been a conspiracy or whether like he he actually did it's this thing is phenomenal dive on the jfk assassination have you watched the hulu thing uh with james franco i heard it's not that good i heard the book is much better though the book is like this thick dude stephen king wrote it i know but 
I didn't read the book because it's insanely long, but I did like the the miniseries. Yeah. As a person great. from Dallas, I feel so guilty that I don't know. You, know you should happens. watch this because it's yeah. like an hour and a half, and it goes into like whether it's plausible. And by the end of it, it seems kind of plausible, but also like a lot of people's memories are really fuzzy. Because it's like, oh, I think I saw that person go up those stairs right, at right, half right. past ten. But actually, it, maybe it was 11.30. <laughs> and like, a lot of the different like uh, people that were involved in it or there on the day have very like... Because you, you would. You'd be like, I don't know exactly to the minute when I saw that person. So like when you watch it back, you're like, uh... Yeah. Was it? Have you watched the new HBO documentary series that's coming out? And the first episode's already out called Telemarketers. No. It's uh, this guy who worked for CD, CGC, which was one of the biggest like telemarketing uh Oh, I saw companies. the trailer for this. Matt Grippy told me to watch it. I watched the first episode. It's so good. I think really? It's like the new Tiger King everyone. What's it called? Uh, telemarketers. Okay. That's I think I saw an ad for it, yeah. Although, endorsing it. Solidarity with, this, with the writers and the actors. Oh, absolutely. This is a documentary. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Does it count? I don't know. The rules are a little fuzzy to me. But Have you gone and striked, Will? No, and you know what? I was going to try and do that this week. Are you in the guilds? No. Mm. But I want to go out and like, yeah, support yeah, everyone. I have, show I have, up there like, let's see your badge. Yeah. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm always honking. I have loads I of friends that are like, like in it, and I always like... Guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Seriously, man. Hey, you're the best. It was great talking to you guys. Of course, so glad to have you on. And we need to have Arden come on soon. Yeah. No offense to Arden, have have not had her on yet, but we oh, gotta have her. She on. would love to come. on. I know she would be a breeze to talk to. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. Unlike me, I'm just like a wooden board. <laughs> no, yeah, this was a rough one. Out this was this was tough. Um, have we're you gonna... ever had people come on? And you're like Jesus Christ. Uh, there was, like, and then you yeah, can name them. There you was, should name them too. <laughs> there was like one or two where we were just like, okay, like yeah. I had questions. I was so excited to ask them, and, and they were like. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we're like, okay, well, moving on. Yeah. But, Will, thank you so much for coming on. Guys, if you haven't already, go to Adam Melcher's new music yes. video, Why You. Go to the YouTube, uh, watch it, comment on it, like it. Comment how great of a color grading job Will did, and comment how great of a directing job Mike and I did. Yeah. Um, Will, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. Can't wait for you to be there on my wedding. It's going to be great.